Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Old dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is most vulnerable U.S. housing and foreclosure markets. But before I get started, hey, I want to touch base with you guys. Um, I am uh, still in California, although we've moved to Tennessee. I just wanted to kind of update you guys that uh, um, I'm out here and was totally blessed early this morning when my daughter gave birth to Sela Monet. Uh, I, I'm so excited here I'm, as a proud grandpa. I am uh, just so stoked. Uh, so anyway, uh, if I seem a little tired in my <laughs> in my presentation today, it's because it wasn't until like one something anyway that uh, that beautiful little baby was born. So anyway, um, I hope you guys are all doing all right, and uh, I hope that. Uh, uh, real estate investing efforts on your half uh, are, are going well and that you're finding some great deals and uh, learning a lot. So hopefully this uh, show today will help out. The topic for today is most vulnerable U.S. housing and foreclosure markets. Now, I know sometimes these presentations can be a little dry, but um, I, I like to try to keep you updated, at least on uh, things that are happening in the market well, that will affect your real estate investing efforts. And uh, sometimes when I go over, you know, some of the details and counties across the U.S. and so forth, where there are some significant changes and and opportunities as well going on that uh, it can get a little bit uh, nebulous here but I'll, I'll try to try to present it in a way that uh, you guys can consume it a little bit but anyway the reason I'm, I'm looking at this there's a there's a uh, company that's actually based here in Irvine where our offices uh, were located and uh, it's uh, called ATTOM Data Solutions and this is a research company for the real estate industry that uh, tracks a lot of what's going on in the markets there and uh, they had uh, two 
particular studies, uh, one on foreclosures and another on vulnerable housing markets, and uh, that I thought would be of interest to you. So uh, let me just kind of give you the the overview of it and the reports. Uh, I'll have a link as, as well to those reports in uh, the show notes. But uh, yeah, a number of I've been trying to monitor foreclosures and 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 just to see if there is a, a, a you know if it's increasing or going down. And it seems like they are they are definitely increasing. Uh, the number of foreclosure starts. Uh, and that's a foreclosure start is defined as uh, when a first public foreclosure notice happens. Okay, uh, those uh, right now are up 219% since the start of the year, according to uh, this study by ATTOM. This is their mid year 2022 U.S. foreclosure market report. The number of properties that had foreclosure filings, and this number includes foreclosure starts, is up 153% from the same time period last year. Fully 96% of major metro areas saw an annual increase in foreclosure filings, with foreclosure rates highest in the following states, Illinois, New Jersey, and Ohio. And when it comes to the number of foreclosure starts, California topped the list, followed by Florida, Tennessee, Illinois, and Ohio. Foreclosures, as far as monitoring foreclosures, these are states you want to you want to keep an eye on, and uh, and track that these numbers as best you can. The other report uh, ATTOM came up with is a special report on housing uh, risk uh, analysis. This kind of spotlights county-level housing markets around the U.S. that are more or less vulnerable to declines uh, based on home affordability, unemployment, and other measures in the second quarter of 2022. The report shows that New Jersey, Illinois, and inland California continue to have the highest concentrations of the most at-risk markets in the second quarter, with the biggest clusters in the New York City and Chicago areas. Southern and Midwestern states remain less exposed. Now, the second quarter patterns based on gaps in home affordability, underwater mortgages, and those are mortgages where the value of the house is less than the amount owed. So just uh, for those that don't know that. So the second quarter patterns based on home affordability, underwater mortgages, foreclosures, and unemployment revealed that New Jersey, Illinois, and California had 33 of the 50 counties most vulnerable to potential declines. That's pretty significant. Uh, the 50 most at risk included nine in and around New York City, six in the Chicago metro area, 13 spread through northern, central, and southern California. The rest of the top 50 were scattered across the U.S., including three in Philly uh, at the other end of the risk, okay, and these are the ones that are least vulnerable, were uh, in the South and Midwest area, which I don't think is a surprise to anybody that is a avid uh, multi-state investor uh, in real estate. But uh, nonetheless, um, Rick Sharga, he's the executive VP at ATTOM, said the, the Federal Reserve has promised to be as aggressive as it needs to be in order to get inflation under control, even if its actions lead to a recession. Given how little progress has been made 
reducing inflation so far, the Fed's actions seem more and more likely to drive the economy into a recession, and some housing markets are going to be more vulnerable than others if that happens. So, you know, by measuring the vulnerability, these are the counties that you may see some significant hits. Um, so I'm going to try and outline these for you. Um, the ones that are considered more or less at risk were evaluated on the percentage of homes in that county facing possible foreclosure, the portion with mortgage balances that exceeded estimated property values, the, those underwater I mentioned, the percentage of average local wages required to pay for major home ownership expenses on median priced single family homes and local unemployment rates. The conclusions were drawn from a, an analysis of the most recent home affordability, equity, and foreclosure reports prepared by ATTOM. Unemployment rates came from federal government data. Rankings were based on a combination of those four categories in 575 counties across the U.S. with sufficient data to analyze in the second quarter of 2022. Counties are ranked in each category from lowest to highest, with the overall conclusion based on a combination of the four ranks. So the ongoing uh, wide disparities and risks throughout the counties comes during a time when the U.S. housing market faces headwinds that threaten to slow down or end this 11-year surge in home prices. So a lot is happening right now, and... Uh, you know, I'm not even talking about inflation yet, um, but all of these are, are coming to to have a major impact upon the housing market. Sales of both existing and new homes have declined as mortgage rates have almost doubled to 6% over the past year, and inflation remains near a 40-year high. However, the most recent risk gaps do not suggest an imminent fall in housing markets anywhere in the nation. Home prices have risen more than 10% in most of the country over the past year, with new highs hit in the vast majority of metropolitan areas. This has kept homeowner equity and home seller profits rising. Now, amid this mixed scenario, home affordability is worsening. Lender foreclosures on delinquent mortgages are up, and the number of home sales is slowing, with local housing markets heading into that uncertain future facing significant differences in risk measures. The most vulnerable counties are clustered in the Chicago, New York City, and Philadelphia areas, along with those sections of California that we highlighted earlier, uh, not coastal cities, but a lot of inland counties. Uh, 31 of the 50 U.S. counties considered most vulnerable in the second quarter of 2022 from among 575 counties okay, were in the metropolitan areas around Chicago, uh, uh, New York, New York, uh, Philly, and California. California markets on the list were mostly inland, as I mentioned, away from the coast. The top 50 counties, including two in New York City, um, those are Kings and Richmond counties, uh, which cover uh, Brooklyn, Staten Island, seven in the New York City suburbs, uh, Bergen, Essex, um, Ocean, Passaic, uh, Sussex, and Union counties, 
in New Jersey and Rockland County in New York and six in the Chicago metro area, Cook, Kane, Kendall, McHenry, and Will counties, also uh, Lake County in Illinois. The, the three in the Philadelphia metro area have been among the top 50 most at risk in the second quarter along with, uh, in the Philly area, along with uh, Camden and Gloucester <laughs> counties in New Jersey. Elsewhere in California, 13 counties in the top 50 list included Butte, Humboldt, Shasta, Solano, um, Fresno, Kings, Madera, Merced, uh, San Joaquin, and Tulare counties, uh, as well as uh, Kern, uh, in the Bakersfield area, Riverside County, and San Bernardino in the southern part of the state. That's a lot of at-risk areas in the California area, and it really makes you wonder what the heck is going on in California. I'll reserve comments for another podcast on that one. Counties most at risk continue to have higher levels of unaffordable housing, which is interesting. Um, underwater mortgages, foreclosures, and unemployment. So these are the ones that that I uh, just mentioned, that California and New York and, and Philly and so forth. Major home ownership costs, uh, and that, that includes, you know, just your basic mortgage payment, taxes, and insurance uh, on median-priced single-family homes consumed more than one-third of average local wages in 35 of the 50 counties that were most vulnerable. So that's a key factor is how much money do you have after paying your mortgage left over to pay other expenses. And in this inflationary environment, that's really key. Can you make your car payment? Can you feed your family? Um, you know, can you buy gas to get to work? I mean, those are really, really significant things. And if your home mortgage is um, is so high that you're, you know, it's competing with your other just basic um, necessities, that's a key a key factor. The highest percentages in those markets of uh, those that were dealing with the higher mortgage payments um, were Kings County. Um, New York, um, I think uh, that was 102.9% of average local wages needed for major ownership costs, which is huge. But then you've got Riverside County, other side of the country, 67.6%, and that's California. Um, and then it goes on, Rockland County, Richmond County, um, New York, San Joaquin County, Stockton. Um, nationwide major expenses on typical homes sold in the second quarter require 31.5% of average local wages. So uh, these were you know, much higher uh, requirements. At least 7% of residential mortgages were underwater in the second quarter of 2022 and 23 of the 50 most at-risk counties. A nationwide 5.9% of mortgages fell into that category. Those were the highest underwater rates among the 50 most at risk counties were Rockland County, New York, Lake County, Indiana, outside Chicago, Illinois, um, Peoria County, Philadelphia County, uh, St. Clair County. All of those were, were those that were the underwater category. In other words, they're if they had to foreclose that they would, uh, you know, they'd still owe money. <laughs> they wouldn't just uh, forfeit their house. They, they would owe more than they actually owe. 
more than one in 1,000 residential properties faced a foreclosure action in the second quarter of 2022 and 40 of the 50 most at-risk counties. Nationwide, one in 1,559 homes were in that position. Foreclosure actions have risen since the expiration last July of a federal moratorium. Since the moratorium has, has been removed, uh, there has been this considerable increase over time of foreclosure actions increasing. The, they are expected to continue increasing over the coming year. The highest rates in the top 50 counties were in Cayuga uh, County uh, near Cleveland, Cumberland County in New Jersey, Philadelphia, PA, uh, Warren County, New Jersey, uh, Camden County, New Jersey, St. Clair County, Illinois. So those are the ones that are just a real tough spot right now in terms of foreclosures. In June 2022, and this is a, another key factor you have to put in this, not only are there these you know, increasing rates of mortgages and uh, um, inflationary uh, you know, cost increases, but June 2022, unemployment rate was at least at 7% in 35 of the 50 most at-risk counties. So... Um, that's a that's a key factor right now when you have people on unemployment or um, not receiving any kind of paycheck that are trying to meet these expenses. Um, while the nation nationwide figure, you know, again, this could be up for debate here, is uh, but it's, uh, it's saying it stands at 3.5 percent. The highest levels among the top 50 counties were in Tulare County, California, Merced. Um, Kern, uh, Kings County, um, these are all, that's all California, and then Kings County, uh, New York as well. Those that are really like the most at risk, but you know, we have some, at least some more, a little bit positive, more positive um, things happening in the South and Midwest regions. 25 of the 50 counties least vulnerable to housing market problems uh, from among that 575. Uh, included in the second quarter report were in the South, uh, while another 14 were in the Midwest. Just five were in the West and six in the Northeast. Now, Tennessee had six of the 50 least at risk counties, including uh, three in the Nashville area. And then you had to Wisconsin that had uh, five counties, then Arkansas. Counties with a population of at least 500,000 that were among the 50 least at risk. Counties with a population of at least 500,000 that were among the 50 least at risk counties, okay, include King County and Seattle, Washington, Travis County, uh, Texas, uh, Salt Lake County, um, Utah, Wake County, North Carolina, and Cobb County, Georgia. Least vulnerable counties have more affordable homes along with lower levels of underwater mortgages, foreclosure, and unemployment. Major home ownership costs, and we mentioned those before, which are you know, mortgage payment taxes and insurance on median price single-family homes consumed more than one-third of average local wages in just 24 of the 50 counties that were least vulnerable uh, to market problems in the second quarter of 2020. 
22. The lowest percentages in those markets were Sebastian County uh, near Fort Smith, uh, Arkansas, um, where 16.5% of average local wages needed for major ownership costs, uh, Potter County uh, near Am uh, Amarillo, Texas, uh, that's 16.5%. Sullivan County near Kingsport, Tennessee at 21.5. Winnebago County uh, near Oshkosh, Wisconsin, 22.8%. And Craighead County, uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, 23.3%. So less than 5% of residential mortgages were underwater in the second quarter of 2022 with owners owing more than their properties are worth in 30 of the least at-risk counties. Those with the lowest rates among those counties, don't need to go into all of these different counties, but you've got Vermont, Texas, uh, Tennessee, uh, North Carolina areas, uh, counties. And again, if you want the specific counties, uh, you can go to show notes to get that information. Uh, more than one in 1,000 residential properties faced a foreclosure action during the second quarter of 2022 in none of the 50 least at-risk counties. So that's, that's an important factor there, that the foreclosure is not an issue in those counties. Those with the lowest rates in those counties were in Kentucky, uh, Vermont, uh, Montana, uh, Kansas, um, Tennessee. Um, so those are, again, you can get the details in the numbers, specific numbers uh, in the show notes. Uh, the June 2022 unemployment rate was more than 5% in just two of the 50 least at-risk counties. The lowest rates among those top counties were in Utah, Nebraska, uh, Indianapolis, uh, Alabama. Yeah, again, an important factor is uh, unemployment rates when it comes to um, the housing market there. So in, in summary... You know, what, what does all this mean for real estate investors? Now, that depends on, on several factors and where potential opportunities may exist. Now, if an investor, for example, you know, is looking for foreclosure deals, um, they're a flipper or they're, um, you know, they're interested in, in trying to uh, buy below market properties and make an equity play. You know, states like New Jersey, Illinois, and California could have some below market deals. Now, <laughs> the question is, when you buy there, though, how low does it have to go, right? Um, you, you may have to wait for it to drop quite a bit to see an increase, you know, within the next five, ten years. If, if we're looking at a longer term play here where um, there's going to be a decline in prices. If you're looking for areas to purchase you know, just more solid cash-flowing rental properties, for example. Um, I would say the least at-risk counties are located in the South and Midwest, and we highlighted some of those areas where um, there's low unemployment, you've got, um, you know, good healthy economies, home values are still strong, even increasing, um, and you've got some good, you know, good potential investments there. It, it, yeah, it's still too early to say, where recession will be raising its ugly head uh, most prominently. But it looks like we've got some, some states where it looks like it's already a major factor. Um, savvy investors, I think, though, are monitoring these states and the counties mentioned in these reports. And I would recommend that you uh, add that to your arsenal of resources as you are 
looking at uh, potential investing opportunities. Well, that's it for now. Please note, old dog listeners, everything presented here today, including links to these reports, can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And look for the episode entitled Most Vulnerable U.S. Housing and Foreclosure Markets. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas.